0: Bigfoot Society would like to thank the following sponsors for helping make the podcast possible. The Singular Fortean Society has combined open and honest paranormal investigation and journalism since 2016. Visit the Society at Singular Fortean for all the latest weird news and more. Come with us and investigate the impossible. Lauren Smith is the hostess for Nightcaller's Bigfoot Radio, which has been on air for over a decade and has completed over 300 shows. Lauren brings with her a unique viewpoint given that she is not only the daughter of one of the veteran female Bigfoot researchers in the South, but she has been conducting field research since she was a preteen some 20 years ago. Nightcallers is a Bigfoot world favorite and along with interviewing researchers and witnesses often features interviews with guests from the documentary film and entertainment industry. Lauren also does a vidcast segment called Nightcallers, which features real encounters sent in by viewers. You can find all of this and more at nightcallersproductions.com. Welcome back to another episode of the Bigfoot Society podcast. Have a great panel discussion today on the podcast about the most recent cryptid con down in Lexington, Kentucky got my friend aaron from hey strangeness asher's from on wednesdays we talk weird lisa from cryptid comforts jeff from strangeology jonathan dodd from uh, jonathan dodd draws a uh, great cryptid artist there and jesse from hellbent Holler. so a lot of really interesting thoughts about the cryptid con gathering uh pretty much what they really thought of it and uh maybe some feedback on uh what would be cool for next year. So, great conversation with a lot of your favorite content creators in the cryptozoology niche. So, sit back with your Thanksgiving leftovers or uh something good to drink and eat. Uh, I mean, we do have international listeners. Bigfoot society is getting around. So, <laughs> uh settle back, settle down and settle in and uh enjoy this episode of Bigfoot Society. Also, Like, subscribe, leave a comment, all that good stuff. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thanks for listening, guys. All right, thanks for coming back to the Bigfoot Society podcast. I have the privilege of having a few friends with me in a panel format uh, this time. Uh, We have Aaron from Hey Strangeness. We have Ashers from On Wednesdays We Talk Weird, uh, both great podcasts. And we have Lisa from Cryptid Comforts. We might be having some more friends uh, come up on stage uh, on clubhouse throughout the discussion here, but uh, good to see y'all.
1: Hi, it's great to be here. We, uh, yeah, Aaron's right. We missed you greatly. And Pat, um, you know, next year it's going to be pretty great. having everybody?
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. Like uh, I, I have all the funds set aside uh, and, uh, it's it's all good to go for whenever uh twenty twenty two happens, uh I'll be there. So it's I'm super excited. Gonna be a good time. But let's let's get into it, uh, panel. So uh question for all of you. How would you describe CryptidCon? If I've got a listen let's say we have a listener and they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about, CryptidCon. Uh how would you describe what it is?
2: A uh, festive. Group of like-minded individuals having fun uh, with cryptids. I guess it was a really big event this year, um, bigger than in years past. Um, I've been a vendor. This is my second time being a vendor now, so I can say it was it was considerably larger this year, and it was amazing and so fun and amazing to meet so many wonderful people. So yeah, that's my take on it. That's awesome.
0: So Lisa has that viewpoint from being there for a few years as a vendor, but I believe Aaron and Ashers, I think this is in, um, Aaron, I, I, I'm reminding myself that you are driving currently. So, uh, if you can't talk a lot, that is no problem, dude. But, um, Ashers, is it also your uh, first year as well, or have you been to CryptidCon before?
1: Yeah, no, this was uh, my first time going, which is surprising because it's it's close, you know, but um, I mean, honestly, I would describe it as, you know, if this is your thing, you know, if if, if you're into, you know, cryptozoology and um, much like I think a lot of us, um, if you can't really talk about this with the regular people in your life, um, this is definitely, you know, home. It, it's a place for for all of us weirdos to get together and uh, share ideas and you know, talk to one another and network and theorize. And, you know, I think it's very, very comfortable.
0: That's awesome. I mean, really, from what I've heard from different people I've talked to is that it is like if you're going to go to one event of the year uh, for cryptid related things, this is probably the thing you're going to go to. Would you agree with that uh, panel or what do you think?
3: No.
0: No? I would okay. have
3: said um, yes before no, it was I a cryptid bath last one year. One oh, sorry, guys sorry
2: uh i would say it's one of the ones to go to but mothman festival is also oh, snap. oh snap like yeah. kind of bigger and honestly i would recommend everyone go to van meter visitor festival because <laughs> that was awesome
0: uh that's true it was Maya actually for
2: forcing me to go it
0: was um, really i just good.
2: noticed we've got a couple people down in the audience who were at CryptidCon con and if they wanted to join
0: the panel maybe yeah totally like um f- so the idea i have with that um uh lisa is eventually uh gonna open it up even more uh just uh kind of make it a, a big party but aaron um go ahead and uh, you had some thoughts as well about that
3: um i was gonna say yeah probably maybe like a year ago but then i went to cryptid bass this year for the, the first installment of that. And it was fantastic. And it, it was like the first community event that Sarah and I went to after, um, you know, we kind of started interacting with everybody. So maybe I'm sentimental about it, but no, it was amazing. Um, to, to call it amazing is probably an understatement because it's just like, like, you know, they said, you, you have all these people that are like-minded and interested in the same things. And it's, it's nice to be in a room of several dozen people and say, hey, I have this theory about Bigfoot, mm-hmm. and nobody looks at you like you have two heads. That was very refreshing.
0: That's awesome. Aaron, did you meet uh, anyone that you were super excited uh, to meet? I know you you get super pumped for these things, and I love that excitement in you.
3: <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, yeah, I, I'm a huge fanboy. That's part of my shtick. But uh, I got to meet Micah Hanks. I've been a fan of his for a while. He's a super cool dude. Uh, I got to see Seth Breedlove again. If you've talked to me for more than five minutes, you know how I feel about Seth Breedlove. So that was a lot of fun. Um, and if I start going through names, I'm going to forget somebody, so I won't. But there there were a lot of folks I was really excited to see. Yeah.
4: Like me. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I totally. met Lisa
3: for the first time in person.
2: And it, it was, was amazing.
3: Wonderful. I got to run her booth for a few minutes, which, you know, maybe not was maybe was not the best decision she made all weekend, but... <laughs> It went okay. You did great. It went all
2: right. I mean, you didn't blow it up or anything. It was great. There you go. There I appreciated you go. your help.
0: And uh, Ashers, I know that you, you kind of had, well, I had been talking to you. So, uh, and we're going to chat in a few weeks. Uh, we're going to have a, a conversation on the podcast uh i'm i'm bringing Asher's on which is awesome and i'm uh, super excited for that but i know that you were trying did you make any uh connections re- for your uh documentary or um i know that was kind of like a side goal that you were you were doing or how did that turn out Asher's
1: well yeah i mean i you know i went with some you know some some personal gain in mind mm-hmm. uh, i suppose you know if if you want to put it that way i had a couple of different people that um you know, I was really excited to, to network with because I've, you know, had my eye on him for a while. Um, you know, the uh, Jeff from Map and Black, I'm super interested in what he does because that's something that um, mapping out these, uh, these instances of high strangeness has been something that we've been working on. And, um, you know, I'll tell you, it takes a lot of work to do something like that. And so, you know, because that's his thing, um, that was a great resource. You know, of course, um, you know, talking with, uh, you know, Jesse and Joe from Helbin Holler, That was really important because I've been really, really heavy into the dog man research lately um, and, you know, hadn't made it out to the land between the lakes yet. they have. And, and, you know, just different theories and things like that we talked about. That was awesome. Um, And then, of course, I got to do some filming. I think that was probably my favorite part was, you know, walking around because the people that I that I that didn't know who I was. Um, you know, that was really a good chance to open up and, you know, kind of talk with them and, you know, share our, you know, different things and different interests and whatnot. Um, but you know, and just the working aspect of it, I, I love, I don't, I'm not going to say I love to work, but I kind of love to work. It's kind of gross.
0: Well, I mean, if if you love what you do, that's a pretty, that's a pretty special thing. And you know, that's, that's awesome that you're able to do what you love for your job. Um, was uh here's a question uh we'll start with uh lisa on this was there a uh was there a vendor that just really stuck out to you that was really cool we'll get some some shout outs you know
2: oh my god there were so many awesome vendors at this event uh and of course i was mostly excited about going and seeing the vendors who i've known but like some of them i hadn't met before some i haven't seen since 2019 others i'd seen on on various other spots in my tour but i mean i got stuff from uh all i got easton hawks prints i got um holly i got a few of her prints i went and got jamie snell's art of course um Liz is always amazing. I got stuff from her at a different event already, though. Um, Mystic Novelty Co. I love everything they do, and I own almost everything they've done. Um, yes, Jason Shepard. Uh, who else? Oh, Max. Must Prime Arch. Um, God, there were so so many uh, Appalachian Huntsmen. I came home with a
0: lot. Of That's great. Cr- you got a. A ton of stuff for sure
2: i got so much stuff <laughs> i haven't even posted on my swag yet and it's ridiculous i was doing trades with like all the vendors and oh nice yeah yeah i got a lot of stuff and i don't know how i'm getting it home because this was the last event on my tour and i go home
3: now
0: and... oh cool okay gotcha gotcha yeah aaron yeah. what uh what cool merch did you bring home with you from this thing
3: I got a signed copy of the On the Trail Guide from Small Town Monsters uh, signed by most of the crew because, you know, a bunch of them were there. So that was really, really great. Um, and then just uh, your question from before, I've got to shout out uh, our friend's other side Prints out of San Marcos, Texas. Oh, fellow yeah. Texas folks. They, they are fantastic. We're going to link up with them and probably do some stuff pretty soon. But um, yeah, that's probably the biggest item i acquired but then you know we got our moth boys t-shirts which was essential we got our our uh cryptid comfort stuff of course lisa sarah's super excited about that like that's all she's been talking about is the uh mongolian death worm cat toy really really happy about this (laughs) yeah we're gonna we're gonna post a lot of pictures and videos of our cats fighting over it so um that'll be great but then we also picked up a couple of Manic Pixie Dream Ghouls hats. I got stickers from as many people as possible because I'm just really into stickers right now. Oh, uh, man. Those, there, there was a lot. Oh, oh and my, my uh, uh, you know, I just lost it. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Uh, the, our signed uh, Cryptids Crossing the Delaware from Sarah oh, Cooper yes. and illustrated oh, yeah, by Jonathan Dodd. Yeah, I'm so happy about it. It's in my back seat. I'm buying a frame for it tomorrow. It's it's fantastic.
0: That that is a great list. We've also had uh, we have another panel member hop on in. Jeff from Strangeology. Good to see you, sir. I understand you are probably driving as well. Um, you're welcome to uh, chime in on any um, uh, questions. Are you able to talk at all? Or are you uh, driving?
4: Actually, uh, I, I'm good. I just oh, checked fantastic. into my, my Airbnb outside of Buffalo, just got some DoorDash ordered, so I'm chilling. <laughs>
0: nice, nice. So, uh, Jeff, I, we've talked about a few things, but I'm curious to get your your thoughts as well. So uh, how would you describe CryptidCon to uh, someone who uh, might not know uh, or hasn't been there? What kind of things can they expect to see at CryptidCon?
4: Uh, well, uh, you can expect to see um, a complete amalgam of uh, different uh, artists and creators uh, from all over the place. It's it's. Uh, it's it's a bit overwhelming, so it's good that it's over two days, so you can get a chance to see everything. Uh, being a vendor <laughs> and being being solo there was a little tough to really get to go around and, and and see and talk to everyone and really like take it all in. But as an attendee, I would think that uh, you know having it be over two days would be uh, you know uh, great because <laughs> you know people would come by on Saturday, uh, check out things and then come back sunday and be like hey i want to get that or whatever (laughs) uh but then uh as well there's also big names in the community that that uh come out and speak at these events uh like cliff Berrickman from finding bigfoot and the rest of the crew uh and then the uh, the mountain monsters gang was there Um, obviously they weren't able to get Bobo this year, but, um, you know, maybe next year. (laughs) Um, so yeah, it's just, it's a really, um, it's a fun event. Uh, everyone is super welcoming. Um, and it's just really cool, uh, to be, to be there and, and be living it, you know? Um, yeah, that's kind of, (laughs) That's my take.
0: That's an awesome summary of it, uh, Jeff. That's very cool. Ashers, is continuing with our, uh, our other question. Did you bring home anything uh, cool merch wise from the CryptidCon con weekend?
1: Yeah. Here's, here's the really difficult part. And you know, I'm, I'm finding this out because I, I pretty much, I mean, I've been at like one event per sometimes two per month now. Um, what's difficult is that when you're friends with everybody that sells things, um, You can't spend all the money that you plan to spend. I walked away with so much that was just handed to me. And I feel really terrible about it. (laughs) I mean, as far as like, you know, the most notable tables and things like that. I I don't, you know, I don't know. Everybody's so creative. You know, that's, that's what you see. Um, You know, as silly as it is, uh, my daughter, my daughters wanted a Bigfoot shirt. Okay. And every single time I go to one of these events, I walk around looking at all of the Bigfoot shirts and I never walk out with one. Because I like all of them. And then I have this guilt that I'm like, well, I'm spending money over here and I'm not spending money over there. I try to buy something, you know, at least something from everybody. And then if I did miss anybody. And let me tell you, this year was hard. When we first walked in the door um, because we, we didn't we didn't vend this year. When we first walked in the door. Um, it took us about three hours to walk through everybody and everything and see what was there um and so i feel like i missed out on on a lot of different areas um so now i'm going through a list and i'm buying things online from everybody <laughs> because like i said i just didn't spend enough money so
0: i love that and i like you know the last few years there's been not a lot of uh events so this is very important uh way to to uh support uh, cryptid, uh, creators, artists, uh um, all that good stuff. I was trying to think of a way to say plushie maker. That sounded... We'll say plushie maker. How about that, Lisa? Uh, <laughs> I accept that. Too. All right, cool, cool. Uh, Jeff, did you bring home anything cool f- merch-wise from the CryptidCon weekend?
4: Yeah, yeah. I um, I got some shirts um, and uh, picked up some stuff for my family. Uh, got a thing for my... A uh, couple of things for for my my partner and also um, our son uh, so that was that was cool Sunday uh, end of the day on Sunday I was scrambling around trying to see <laughs> when it was like kind of the end of the day things were winding down and I could finally really just kind of leave leave and 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 go and, and check things out and uh, <laughs> kudos to uh, to Aaron and also uh, the Manic Pixie Dream Ghouls for you know being willing to watch my, my table while I stepped away, uh, (laughs) real quick. Um, but yeah, uh, as for myself, yeah, just a a couple, couple little things, um, you know, still, still riding the high and also the stress, stress of driving today. So I can't really think exactly what I got for for myself, but (laughs) yeah.
0: Hey, that's all right. I mean, the thing that a lot of listeners need to understand is like, you know, uh, a lot of people that were vending i mean you've got people that are coming from all over the us like i'll just say let's say vermont ohio we got texas we got washington state we got uh, pretty much every corner of the us it's it's even uh there was um uh a podcast from alaska was there um larry beans baxter which is you know crazy he flew all the way from alaska for it. pretty awesome um, that I want to call out uh, for listeners that there are a lot of really cool speakers this year at CryptidCon. So there are people like Kenny Irish, uh, Charlie Raymond. Uh, we got Tom Shea. Of course, our friend Matt Moneymaker, uh, Renee Holland, Cliff Berrickman, all from Finding Bigfoot, was there. And I believe this is uh, this was Renee's first time at like a Bigfoot convention. is very special from what I heard. Uh, we had Adam Davies, Ron Moorhead, of course, with the Sierra Sounds. Um, uh, and of course we had the mountain monsters team. It's cool. Gerald, Geraldine Stith, uh, story of the Hopkinsville goblins, night of terror, Zach Bales. Uh, we had all sorts of stuff. There was even a podcasters panel, which I thought was really cool that cryptid is realizing, Hey, there's a huge influx of new people cryptozoology themed podcast because of the whole pandemic thing. And everyone got bored and went in their basement and started podcasts. So hey, maybe we should uh, chat to some of these podcasters. But um, panel members, uh, starting with Jeff, if if you have something, uh, were you able to see and I realize you had there are a lot of vendors on the panel, but were you able to see any of the presentations or meet any of the speakers or any thoughts regarding that?
4: Oh gosh. So yeah, the, um, the, the podcasters panel, <laughs> I was actually like two minutes late to it. So I, I had to sit like right on the end. Um, and, uh, there were just so many people, uh, there, um, you know, hillbilly horror stories, uh, Micah Hanks, um, Micah was really cool. He came to my, my table the next day and we chatted for a little bit cause he's, he's also a big UFO guy. Um, but yeah, I, you know, um, it was, it was just hard being a vendor, uh, getting around and chatting, chatting with, uh, different folks. Um, trying to think, um, I, I did, I did manage to, uh, chat with Cliff for, uh, like a brief, like two minutes, um, uh, said hi to Seth Breedlove. Um, but that was, that was, <laughs> that was about it. Uh, didn't really get a chance to um, introduce myself to Renee or, or, or Matt. (laughs) Um, so yeah, it's, it's so, there's so much to do. It's like, I would love it if it was like a three or four day thing. So there's more time, you know?
0: (laughs) Oh, I, I get it. Like, uh, I was vending the Van Meter Visitor Festival this last year and it's like, my wife kept yelling at me she was like stop talking to people away from the booth you're missing people that actually drove here to see you and I was like yeah I guess I gotta stick over here you know but uh yeah it's it's a different story when you're a vendor but uh Aaron what was it like uh what are your thoughts on that uh question not being a vendor and able to you know go around to different things uh were you able to have any cool interactions with speakers or any thoughts on the podcasters panel?
3: Yeah. So love the podcasters panel. Um, everybody that was up there was really solid. Uh, yeah, I, I can't remember all the names right now cause I've been driving for 12 hours, but they were <laughs> all fantastic. Um, and I, I, kind of, I probably kept a little busier than, than I needed to. So I didn't have as much time to do the panels. Um, I actually missed all the panels except the, uh, very tail end of the finding Bigfoot presentation. And of course the podcaster one, um, so that maybe I'm not the best person to answer that question.
0: <laughs> That's <right>. our. Aaron,
3: <laughs> Aaron was mostly spending his time uh, being Krampus. <laughs> That's true.
0: I, I was. I was thinking. I was like, "Is this public info that Aaron was Krampus?" But I guess it's out in the open now. So.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, I would like everyone to know that forever. I was Krampus. Uh, I told
0: I, everyone.
3: <laughs> thank you. No, that was so much fun, Sarah, Sarah, and Heather, and. Kenzie of the Manic Pixie Dream Ghouls came up with that and they reached out to me a couple weeks before and just like, hey, would you be interested in doing this? And I was like, yes, absolutely, unequivocally. So no, that was so much fun. Those were, those were probably my favorite interactions, actually, to answer the rest of your question, was just uh, seeing people get excited, especially the kids. A lot of kids really excited, really happy. That was good. Good feelings.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Like when you... When you can see like in front of you a person that like gets really amped up about like what you're doing and um, it just – it makes it all worth it. I, I experienced that at, at the festival, I, the FamMeter Vis- Visitor Festival. But Asher's, I'm uh, curious. Were you able to hit up any of the the talks or the podcasters panel or do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. Um, actually, I'm, I'm a little sad that I didn't get to see more but I did go to a, a couple – um, you know make make no mistake, and maybe it 's just because we 're we 're too involved in the community um you know even though Aaron and I both didn 't vend we we both worked <laughs> a lot. Um, but you know, I did get to sit in on, um, Matt Moneymaker, um, discussing the Matilda footage, which is probably one of my favorite things in the world. Um, and then, uh, you know, of course I got to watch Ron Moorhead and, you know, that was just amazing. Um, and then, you know, afterwards I got to go and talk to Ron for quite a bit and that was also really amazing. Um, and then I caught some of the podcasters panel. Um, which was kind of rude because I probably should have been there for the whole thing. Sorry guys. Um, But you know, of course everybody there, I mean, they know what they know what they're doing, Um, you know, but it was good. I mean, it was kind of messy, you know, I'm not going to lie. And, and from what I hear, cause you know, again, this is my first CryptoCon, this isn't, um, you know, this is a new venue again. So, you know, that's, that's kind of to be expected a little bit. Um But the, you know, the, 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 presentations were definitely filling up. I mean, people were, were interested. Those rooms were very full. I mean, you had people, you know, having to stand around because there's no room to sit anymore. Um, but you know, it's, it gets difficult, you know, when you're walking around and you're talking to people, you'll start talking to one person about something and you know, somebody else overhears your conversation and then they turn and they start talking to you and then another person chimes in and you start talking to them and then so on and so forth. And before you know it, it's been four hours. So, <laughs> you know, it, it was it was kind of hard to keep track of who was presenting when and, and you know, all that. So um, but I had ones, you know, beforehand, you know, I checked the schedule. I had ones that I absolutely wanted to see. Um, and, you know, those were the, the my three big ones. I, I missed out on Kenny Irish. unfortunately, I didn't get there in time, um, but I'm, I'm sure it was wonderful.
0: That's awesome, Lisa. Anything to add to that? I know you were you were vending and super super busy, I but I want to give did you the chance. Not
2: get to see anyone do anything. I barely got out of my booth to even walk over to the ballroom to see the other vendors. Um, thank goodness for uh, Aaron stepping in for a moment to let me go to the bathroom. Bonnie gave right. me an opportunity to go over to the other room for a minute, um, so I appreciated uh the help that i was most like i barely was able to walk to the other side of the room without having to run back so uh
0: totally got it
2: didn't even get to see all of the vendors in the room i was in
0: unfortunately but
2: i mean it was still awesome so
0: want to do a quick reset of the room uh there's some new people that have come in so we're doing a uh recorded uh Room for an episode of the Bigfoot Society podcast talking about CryptoCon 2021 that just happened this weekend. Uh, we've got a, a awesome panel up here, but if you're in the audience and you were there and you have some some things that you want to add into the conversation, you are welcome to raise your hand and I'll bring you on up. Uh, totally up to you, but you, you know you got that little hand button in the lower right hand corner. Uh, If you want to add yourself to the conversation, but um, a question for the panel, any uh, if you're thinking of the entire weekend, is there something that stands out as like a favorite memory uh, from the weekend in general?
2: Yes. Well, okay. Not maybe not just one favorite memory. I think it's more of a general, Oh my God. I was so happy to see Everyone like we've had this internet connection over the past like year and a half through Instagram that I've really developed these strong friendships with people, and to actually be able to hug them in real life was amazing. And some people who I had vended with at CrypticCon back in 2019 and Mothman Festival in 2019, and getting to see them again. It was absolutely incredible and I I cried half of Sunday because that's it. My tour is over and I'm very sad about it. And I love you guys so much. It's ridiculous. So thank you all for being such a great cryptid family. It really was amazing. That's all.
1: I will um I, I, I'll ride that bandwagon. Um, no, I, I agree with Lisa. I think my favorite part is just, you know, because I definitely feel, I mean, you know, you guys are, are my best friends. And, uh, you know, it's great. It's, it's wonderful to see everybody. And, you know, again, you know, I mentioned at the beginning having that kind of sense of belonging. Because not just the people that I've gotten to know, oh, you know, over the course. Well, and now when you go to these events, there's always like that one extra person. Oh, I haven't gotten to meet you yet, but, you know, I've talked to you for the past year. And, um, you know, so it, it, it's always kind of refreshing to see. I'll tell you, I, I, I feel a little bit of, I have a little bit of FOMO from CryptidCon weekend because I feel like I didn't get to see my friends very much. And, and that feel I feel that. Yeah. And so, you know, even though like I stayed at, you know, at the hype house with, with the majority, not majority of the people, but a lot of us stayed at one place, you know, that was, that was hard. And, and so, um, you know, but cause that's my favorite part. That's why I do this. I do this because I, I, I love everybody. And then the people that, you know, I'm meeting for the first time. I I love talking to new faces, um, you know, getting to know them. I like hearing people's stories. I I like hearing people's experiences that they've had or why they got started into this or, you know, why it's special to them. Um, You know, that's that's always, you know, the best part. Um, And then if you haven't seen yet, go go look at um, Seth Breedlove's Instagram because all the faces that he makes and every single picture that this man takes is just drastically different from the last. And I really like that part also
0: i am uh, I was looking at those pictures as well, Ashers, and I'm like, I'm generally concerned that like did is he okay like it looks like he may almost have passed out you know i'm I'm an older guy a little bit he is we we're up in our years right, and we can't ride with the big dogs, maybe like uh, Aaron, I know you're a younger dude, but um he looked he looked pretty tuckered out, so <laughs> I'm looking forward to next year. You know, hopefully I can stay up late and all that good stuff for the weekend. It'll be a good time. Um, hey, we got a friend that wants to come on up, Mister Jonathan Dodd. What's going on, man? How's it going, everybody? So, hey, Jeremiah. Yeah, yeah. What'd you hey, think Jonathan. about this? Uh, what'd you think about this con, man? First time.
5: Good Lord, it was amazing. Um, we had a great time. Um, I rolled deep with a couple people so that I could actually like hobnob with some folks and you know go out and you know still have people minding my booth so that was like a huge help and i got to like you know do (laughs) it was it was absolutely insane um that's that's really all i can say about it it was it was so much fun
0: that is awesome i gotta ask you did you bring home anything cool uh merch wise from the the event did you pick up anything cool
5: um, I did get a um, official CryptidCon T-shirt uh, designed by uh, Conjuredust Designs Danner, um, so that was really cool. Um, and then I also got a Keep on Creeping on pin of the Vegetable Man, and a Braxy pin. Um, let's see, I think that's that's about everything I came home with. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I really didn't go to to bring things home. I really I went to see people that i know in the community so and that was that was by far the best thing is to be able to meet new people and see the you know the people that i had met previously at cryptid bash um and yeah i mean it, it was just a it was
0: a great time that's awesome i gotta ask you uh for, so for listeners who might not be uh familiar with jonathan's work you definitely need to check out uh his amazing cryptid artwork Uh, John is Jonathan Dodd underscore draws. Uh, No, I'm messing up. That's the idea. Okay. That's it. That's it. it. Very good. How did I got to ask you, how was uh, the reception? How did people react to like your artwork? You had that cryptids crossing the Delaware, which is probably one of the best cryptid themed artwork pieces in existence. Like, How did that uh, go over?
5: (laughs) That, that was actually my hot seller. Like I, I sold more of that than absolutely anything that I brought. Um, I'm sorry that I didn't print more of them, (laughs) but, um, I did come home with a few more. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm almost sold out of those. Um, that, that was definitely like the number one seller at my booth. Um, yeah, I I was really impressed with that actually. Like I was like, Holy crap, (laughs) this, this is, it's everywhere now. I'm stoked.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. I, I really want to, uh, to see that just blow up on Reddit, like, like crazy, I could see that that print or that art becoming huge on Reddit, and then it's just like it it's everywhere, so hope hopefully you know it it continues down that road uh yeah, so I got a question for the panel um any ideas uh well, I guess first are we are we all thinking that we're gonna head back next year or or what are we thinking?
3: No, yeah. That, oh, yeah. Absolutely. 100% yes.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, for those who were vendors, still going to be vendors again next year or maybe not be oh, vendors? Yeah.
5: yeah. I'll absolutely always be a
4: vendor at Crypticon. Nice. Certainly. I'm bringing back up next time.
0: <laughs> there you go, Jeff. Oh, uh, how about this? Let's say, so, uh, and I'm going to start with Aaron on this question. Um, The question is, talk to someone who has never been to CryptoCon before. Give them one piece of advice that they need to know about their first CryptoCon.
3: That's a really good question. Um, I mean, I would definitely say go your first time as a participant and not as a vendor. Um, And this was my first one ever, but I, I can see what the rest of the panel is saying. Like if I had been tied to a table the entire time... Uh, It it would have been probably near impossible to see anything. I'm amazed that Jeff and Lisa were able to break away and see uh, anything at all because they're both superhumans and had huge, awesome, elaborate setups and ran the whole thing by themselves. But um, that would probably be my number one piece of advice. If you're thinking about being a vendor, go as a participant your first year, get a feel for it, um, and then maybe go from there.
0: That's really good advice. Jonathan, any advice, sir? Let's see. Um, I would say, you know,
5: try to spread yourself out a little bit. Um, go, you know, hit, you know, there were three rooms in total. Um, well, three or four rooms in total. Um, but don't spend too much time in one room. You know, you got to you gotta hit everybody. And, and then do several passes. Don't try to get it all done in one time. So, you know, take your time, spread yourself out, you know, and just, you know,
0: take it easy. That's good advice Asher's. You got anything?
1: Yeah, um don't don't be shy. Go go talk to people. Um I mean if there's, you know, people that that you go to specifically see or or people that you're familiar with, um talk to them. Everybody's really 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 nice. And and then talk to the the people that, you know, aren't anybody, just the strangers that are there to do the same thing that that you do. I think that people really make this experience. So, um yeah, that's it.
0: Very nice, very nice. Uh Lisa, any any advice there?
2: Bring lots of money. <laughs> I'll
3: second that one. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: As vendors want you all to bring lots of money.
0: <laughs> no, I mean and that's that's legit because like there is there is always some stuff at these things where it's like You're not going to find it like it's the only time that you will get that item or it's a limited item. And like at the Van Meter Visitor Festival, like some of Lisa's stuff sold out super quick and like I wasn't even able to get some. It was crazy. Um, But like so literally like a few hundred dollars
2: oh yeah at least um save your pennies so you can buy everything you want because you will regret it if you walk away without it and i didn't get everything i want because i just didn't have time actually um i passed by something that i saw and i was like oh i need to get that and then i got busy and never got a chance to go back for it and i don't know who the vendor was so i got to find that out and uh yeah i say bring lots of money (laughs) um Oh, there was something else I was going to say. Shoot. I don't remember what. That's all right. If you
0: think of it, feel free to hop back in. Aaron, did you have something to say there?
3: I was just going to stack onto what Lisa said. Uh, 100%. Yeah, bring lots of money and probably be prepared to spend more than what you planned. Because I exceeded my budget for uh, merchandise by about 40% within the first 90 minutes. And I have no regrets. I'm super happy about it. But, you know, you're you're going to see a lot of stuff you maybe weren't planning to see, I think, you, like you guys said. So, yeah, you're, you're going to spend a lot of money.
0: Totally. So
2: much good stuff. Seriously, <laughs> it was amazing. There were so many more vendors this year than in 2019. It was like three times the amount of vendors, and it was all amazing.
0: That's really good to know, actually, that it's like it's on an upward trend of, like, quality stuff there. Uh, Jeff, got anything, any advice to to add there?
4: Oh man, I think everyone covered it mostly, but um, I guess the one thing I could add is that uh, when you when you get to the event, uh, definitely check to see you know what what the layout of uh, the place is going to be. I think they had like a vendor map available at the check-in table, um, and with the the Clarion um, Center. the, the rooms were spread out. The room that we all in, um, called the paddock room, and that was like <laughs> damn super long, like football field length hallway. Oh, um, <laughs> so I'm not sure if like everyone really knew that because the the signage wasn't like, hey, there's more vendors this way. But um, yeah, so definitely like get a lay of the land when you when you you go there, and you know take your time and. uh Hit, hit up every room and yeah, bring lots of money.
0: <laughs> awesome. Jesse, hello. I'd see you're on the pa- panel. I'm glad you're up here. Jesse from Hellbent Holler. Uh, how's it going?
3: It's going good. We're actually still driving back because we take a lot of detours when we drive back from these things. We stopped and uh, saw Cocaine Bear and. <laughs>
0: We're going to have to clarify what that's about. Uh,
3: <laughs> cocaine bear. Oh, actually Asher's went to it the other day and I was like, Oh my God, it's in Lexington. It's a bear that actually consumed, I think 40 kilos of cocaine and overdosed on it and died. And so they, they, a hunter found him in the woods and they had oh, him uh, stuffed and he's actually in the Kentucky for Kentucky fun mall on display. So I went and took a picture with that. Um, and then we we did another detour. We went off to Smoky Mountain Knife Works, um, and then we also went to a Civil War battlefield on the way back. So we're still on our way home right now.
0: That is that is awesome. That's actually a question I was going to ask next, Jesse. So for people that are like traveling into the Lexington, Kentucky area. So you you rattled off a few things, but I'm curious: are there any other cool sites in the area that people that are into cryptids might want to also put onto their uh, their their travel list when they're down there? I know Aaron, you've had uh, something kind of cool you were you went to.
3: Yeah, we've had we've had a. Couple-
0: Oh, we are getting some weird reception on Aaron. I apologize. We might have to come back to you. Um, we're going to come back to you, Aaron, because uh, not coming through right now.
3: on this one. But today we uh, swung okay, through we Hopkinsville. Um, we checked out.
0: All right. Um, while we're waiting to see if reception clears up a bit, anyone else have anything cool that they were able to see that they would recommend uh, Travelers to CryptidCon put on their list?
1: I just highly recommend seeing Cocaine Bear. Um, this is the first time I've ever heard of it. And we left CryptidCon to go see <laughs> Cocaine Bear. And uh, it's it, it was at the Kentucky Fun Mall, which is is fun. So (laughs) it is a, (laughs) it's a fun area. I don't know. I don't know the area very well. Um, even though I'm super close to, to Lexington, I mean, like, like the rest was only a two hour drive. Um, you know, I'm not familiar with what exactly is there, but, uh, that's, that's my two cents. So cocaine bear, go see them. They got t-shirts and everything. It's adorable.
0: I was going to say, it sounds like that really needs to have some awesome t-shirts. So I'm glad that they are, are all over that for sure. Uh, Aaron, you want to give another try? Maybe the reception is a little bit better.
3: Yeah, can you hear me?
0: Sounds great. Perfect.
3: Awesome. Thanks. I'm I'm uh, I'm about 15 minutes from the Folk Monster Mart. We're trying to get there before it closes. Oh my gosh! Uh, so that's another place we're checking out. But we did uh, Hopkinsville today. That was really cool. And uh, oh, also on merch, Sorry, but same thing. I have a uh, Jonathan Dodd Goblin Gang sticker now, which was on my my uh, acquisition list for a long time and i took that sticker to hopkinsville and it was a very cathartic experience um, but we also went by the lexington seminary or Sematary. seminary cemetery i keep saying seminary cemetery which is not really necessarily in the cryptozoological realm but still still pretty spooky really beautiful place like beautiful place um, and then we checked out oh goodness i'm drawing a blank now Oh, no, it was just those three things. The Folk Monster Mart, the cemetery, and uh, Hopkinsville. Yeah.
0: Uh, question for you. What was Hopkinsville like? Do they embrace the whole goblin thing, or was it, like, you would never really know?
3: So, honestly, I don't think you would know. And, and we only spent about 45 minutes to an hour there, because um, it's it's a few hours south of Lexington, and then we have to continue going south to get back to Austin. Um, So I didn't have as much time to like explore the town as I would have liked, but we did pop into a couple gas stations just to see if they had like souvenirs or, you know, anything indicating that something had possibly happened here. And the only thing I found that was even remotely close was a uh, vinyl sticker for the back of your car that was like the sideways profile of Bigfoot and it said hide and seek champion. That's great. But nothing about the goblins, yeah. A little bit of a bummer. Oh, I remember the other spot. We stopped at a uh, welcome center right when we crossed the border into Arkansas, and they have a whole little setup in there devoted to uh, the Boggy Creek monster. So that's another cool thing. Not really near Lexington, but we, we saw that too.
0: That's cool, and good on, on you for for adding all that stuff into your, your uh, travel back to Texas. That's, that's pretty cool, dude. Good stuff, good stuff. Thank you. Uh, we are... We're coming up on 45 minutes, but I do have uh, one more uh, question that I do want to have the, the panel answer. And then we will probably, uh, probably wrap it up at about close to the hour mark. Um, and also, when you're answering those questions, feel free to, uh, to, uh, to plug anything that you'd like. Yeah, you podcast all that good stuff. But um, let's start with uh, Jeff on this one. Um, let's say let's pretend you're in charge of of Crypticon. Uh what would you add anything to the experience for next year or do you have any any cool ideas of things you would change or anything like that
4: oh gosh that's a huh uh, I think I would add at least another day do it like Friday Saturday and Sunday Um, I know events like Contact in the Desert go uh, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then they have like an extra like day on Mondays for like more intensive like workshops and stuff. Um, Probably adding some more workshops would be good to do as well with, uh, you know, uh, more celebrity type characters in the, in the cryptid community, I think would be cool. Um, (laughs) especially if I had time to get away from my table to go see them. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's, um, that's probably, uh, what I do and also just a, a quick, Quick sidebar, speaking of Hopkinsville and the Goblins, I didn't realize that Geraldine Stith was in the room in the paddock room and she came up to my table and I had this new uh Kelly Hopkinsville Goblin uh T shirt design that I was selling at the show and she's like, Oh, I was there and I was like, Wait a second, oh my god. That's <laughs> so that awesome. Uh, a mind blown type of moment. Um, and uh, oh, also a quick shout out to uh, Kenny Irish. I chatted with him for a, a quick minute. I totally forgot and just remembered. And uh, he's actually from my neck of the woods. We both have a background in hardcore and punk bands from back in the day. And uh, so it was kind of cool connecting with him. Uh, he was from like the the prior generation of of musicians from where i'm from so he didn't know who i was but and i actually didn't really know who he was either until i saw a news article about him that was like oh former former uh, rocker from this area uh uh, now lives here and is doing cryptid stuff and he's an author so uh, i picked up uh one of his books so i'm definitely going to be checking that out when i get back uh home so yeah
0: (laughs) very cool if you if uh listeners if you don't know uh Strangeologies Strangeology's uh, shirts and his podcast, uh, check out strangeology.com. is kind of like your base area, and you can find all the stuff from there, right, Jeff?
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, strangeology.com, and I've got uh, an Etsy shop. I've got a blog, a podcast, of course. Uh, so, yeah, just uh, like to keep things weird for sure. <laughs> awesome,
0: awesome. Jonathan, any, any ideas of, of things that you might – add on or or change or anything like that uh
5: well yeah actually um i think i would and maybe i don't know the whole story around this but i would invite all of the vendors to this vip meet and greet thing that they were doing um asher's actually snuck me into this um and there was like nobody there it was really strange and like they had all the they're like um like big wig people like chilling there like talking randomly to people every now and then but i was like why aren't like why why isn't everybody here like just like getting their you know getting their conversation on but i don't know and that that would be my only change uh other than that you know i i had a fantastic time um but yeah i don't know asher you could probably speak to this as well since you're the one that snuck me in there
1: yeah it 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 was very weird actually um uh Johnson is the first per- 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 first person I ran into when we first got there like I literally walked to the door and there he is it was great um but then we found the meet and greet area and we got in there. <clears throat> I even took a video and sent it to the hype House chat because it was it was very dead. And I'm like I don't know who any of these people are, and so I, I, I did a crime. Me and Jonathan, we, you know, we did a crime together, and I, I brought him in, stuck him in, um, and it was way cooler then. Uh, I, but I agree, you know, definitely they, they definitely should have had the vendors in on it, you know, or, or at minimum, you know, the vendors that. Um, you know, have shows or, you know, make media of some sort. Um, because that definitely would have made it a a lot more interesting. You know, I'll tell you, we, we went and we got, you know, the legendary, the VIP, the VIP passes and, you know, we spent a lot of money on them compared to the day, but you know, the weekend pass and, uh, and, and for what, the only thing we really got extra was the meet and greet. And, um, you know, that was, that was really it. So, and it wasn't that good. (laughs) So, you know, it it was, I just ended up hanging out with somebody I would have hung out with anyway, you know, for free. So (laughs) Um, anyway, um, Jonathan, plug your, plug your stuff. And then I guess I'll, I'll talk.
5: Cool. Uh, Yeah. So uh, at Jonathan Dodd draws, or sorry, Jonathan Dodd underscore draws is my Instagram and Jonathan, shit, I'm all over the place. Jonathan Dodd draws.com. Thank
0: you. Awesome. Go, and uh, Ashers, if you had anything else to add, you're you're free to go ahead and do that. If not, go ahead and plug your stuff.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I agree with Jeff. Um, you know, there was a lot going on, and uh, it just wasn't enough for a weekend. Um, and, and I think that, you know, by the time Sunday came around, it, it is an all-day affair. I mean, you know, Saturday, it's a 12-hour event, 9 to 9. Um, and then Sunday comes around, and you can just, like, I know you could definitely see it on my face and everybody else's. Everybody was exhausted. And then it, it wasn't just because, you know, you're trying to cram all of this into one little little you know, pocket of time and there just isn't, there just wasn't enough time because like I said, there were still even people that I haven't, you know, like Kenny Irish, you know, him and I, we've been, you know, um, we've been online friends for a while and I I never even spoke to the guy the whole time I was there. I just didn't have the chance to. And um, you know, I I feel like, you know, having more time would be a good idea. I feel like having workshops would be a good idea, you know, something that's definitely more interactive to get people involved. Um, You know, something, for the kids there was a lot of people there with children and even though kids really like you know like the plushies and the cute monsters and things like that um it it was probably very boring for them because there was really i mean i don't have any you know suggestions right away for what you know or how to get the kids you know interactive in this stuff but i think that would be a really good idea um i think the venue space was was a good size um and then of course um you know the only way they could really make it better i mean if they really want to go all out they should have me come on as a speaker um and that's really going to take the value and and raise it up there so 100
0: (laughs) percent. get the mothman stuff in there i'm i'm loving that idea
1: in, in general you know what i mean so in between these people presenting you know they had event workers that were kind of working the room and at one point in time the guy was like well you know everybody's here for you know i'm glad everybody came out for you know sasquatch and it's like I love Bigfoot, you guys. I do. I, I got into, you know, I got into this because of the patterson giblin film, but there wasn't a lot of cryptid representation. And and, and again, I understand because I have to finding Bigfoot people, um, mountain monsters are really heavy in the Sasquatch. I get that, but there wasn't a lot of representation for other cryptids. And I think that that's really important. Um, you know, so of course having having that as well, I think is is really going to make this that much more interesting. So you know, that's what I have. Anyway, I'm I'm Ashers. Well, we're gonna talk. Here what in
0: like a week or two or, or yeah you're, you're coming up pretty quick let's see you are uh twelve ten, december 10th
1: okay so a few yeah, I'll, weeks I'll, I'll be there. so but in the meantime if you guys want to hear me talk some more you can find me over on my show on wednesdays we talk weird and uh you can find me on facebook ashley hilt hilt you can find me on instagram and twitter at it's ashers and uh yeah
0: uh Jessie uh, from Hellbent Holler had some reception issues, so she had to uh, get going. But uh, definitely check out her Hellbent Holler YouTube channel. Uh, She's got some really cool stuff with Joe. Uh, They go on adventures trying to find Dogman and all sorts of crazy stuff in Lane Between the Lakes. And also our friend Aaron from Hey Strangeness Podcast was having some reception issues as well. But thank you uh, to him for being on here lisa let's have you uh close it out if you had any ideas to Uh, add
2: sure i really loved asher's idea of doing like a kids workshop i think that would be phenomenal and if i had someone to run my booth i would be happy to run a kids workshop Um, i used to teach cryptozoology classes for children so I would be kind of a great candidate to do something like that. And I would love to do that um, if that's something that they decide they want to do. Otherwise I know there's talk about potentially changing the location and I'd be into that because it's a really weird layout at that hotel and it's so strange trying to get around. I got lost so many times It's ridiculous. Uh, I would not be opposed to them changing the venue. I know they've had it at that venue for a couple of years. Um, But especially with having more and more vendors, having us so separated the way we were. I mean, you had to go down that really long, weird hallway to get to the paddock room. And other people were up in the front. And it was just confusing. And it also made it hard for us to communicate with our other people um who were in other rooms so I, I would love to see a venue change possibly happen um
5: yeah i would second that be <laughs> because yeah you're you're totally right it was the layout was absolutely insane (laughs) it's bonkers and that yeah that hallway freaked me
0: out it was having to
2: walk through the pool area and then that weird (laughs) hallway with the broken down video games so weird yeah oh
0: nice that's like stranger things style I love it it. was
1: bizarre
0: (laughs) and the
2: whole room smelled like chlorine um
1: it was, like, 10 degrees hotter because of the pool
2: area. Oh, my God, it, it was, was so hot. It I wasn't was yeah, sure what was it going was terrible. on. <laughs> yeah, I would say uh, I would love a change of venue and try a different space that uh, maybe is set up a little better for that type of large event. Because in 2019, we were all in the ballroom. All the vendors were in one space, and that was lovely. Um, but there were so many more vendors this year. So that's my my opinion um, now if they stick with it at the location it's at it'll stay the same dates it'll be continue to be in November mm-hmm. um, whereas if they move it to another location they might go back to doing it earlier in the year which would also work out a little better for me probably um, so another selfish reason that I'd be into that some happening. some
0: solid feedback for sure and I mean it's a it's a good problem to have definitely as a venue or as the convention gets bigger you're gonna run into things like you need a bigger venue for more vendors stuff like that but oh yeah again um it sounds like everyone that the panel was a super huge fan of cryptid in general uh feedback is definitely a valuable gift uh hopefully someone from cryptid listens to bigfoot society (laughs) if not you should like you know follow and That's subscribe awesome. for sure but um <laughs> some good feedback here for sure but uh again thank you so much oh, to everyone okay. on the oh yeah go ahead lisa
2: i didn't get to plug my stuff
0: oh man. my goodness <laughs> plug uh, away
2: <laughs> if any of you don't know who i am um already instagram cryptid underscore comforts i am uh, a creator of weird stuffies that are cryptozoology themed and other various items i'm also partnered on cryptid crate junior uh which is a cryptid crate that is coming out that's brand new for children and that's awesome and our first crate goes out in just a week oh wow uh that's happening soon so this is all very exciting and you should all
0: look me up if you don't know me already for sure every everyone needs at least uh one cryptid plushie from Lisa Cryptid oh, Comforts if, oh, if you're into cryptids. So.
2: Tomorrow is my big like, end of my tour sale on my Etsy shop. So 40% off of any purchase of $40 or more uh, one day only. And then I'm closing the shop for a while while I head back to Washington and get like, my life figured out.
0: Heck yes. So there, you go. there you go. Buy
2: my stuff tomorrow on Etsy.
0: Well... A huge thank you to everyone that uh, hung out in the audience and also definitely that was on the panel. Um, I will be linking everything in the show notes. Uh, But thank you so much for hanging out with me and talking about CryptidCon. Again, uh, listeners to the podcast, uh, I will be uh, at CryptidCon in 2022. So definitely uh, track me down. I'll be wearing a podcast t-shirt and say hi next year. But uh, thank you so much, everyone on the panel, for hanging out with me tonight.
3: Thank
5: you. Thank you.
0: All right. Bye, everybody. Have Thanks. a great Bye. night, all. Thanks for taking your time out of your busy day and spending some time with us. Uh, go ahead and uh, subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Leave a review on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and uh, your preferred podcast platform, and. Um, If you have any stories you can give us an email at bigfootsociety at gmail.com and again check out the articles we have and more preferred book lists at bigfootsocietypodcast.com you can always go to instagram at bigfootsociety and we have a tiktok now it gets pretty crazy there bigfoot bigfoot bigfoot.society at bigfoot.society If you'd like to support the bigfoot society podcast and help us keep the lights on head on over to patreon.com forward slash the bigfoot society and for a low cost per month you can get your very own bigfoot society membership card in the mail we'll see you there thanks again for taking your time listening to the bigfoot society podcast we'll see you next week uh next saturday will be a new episode and also if you want to take part in the live taping of the episode and put your questions in there for the guest, just remember, subscribe to the Bigfoot Society YouTube channel and hit the bell so you don't miss out on any of those episodes. Thanks again all, and we'll see you next time. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Bigfoot Society. Any content provided by our guests are not intended to malign any religion ethnic group club organization company individual or anyone thank you